Hello and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving or a great Thursday. Uh, if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, which is perfectly fine because we probably shouldn't hear anymore anyways. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's rooted in weird reasons to celebrate. Um, but it is a nice time to stop, reflect, be thankful, be with your family if possible. Um, and I hope you stayed safe in your bubbles of people that you went to go visit, um, if you did go visit them. I declined. I stayed home. I streamed on Twitch. Did I really? Can't remember. Um, I think I did. Nobody was really around. I played a little bit, and then I decided, nope, let's take the day and relax. And I watched Tron Legacy and ate some frozen pizza with Ahsoka, my cat. Um, and I got to tell you, it is weird hearing all these people say the name Ahsoka um, in all of these, you know, not Nerdist videos. Or actually, Nerdist really doesn't have one. They had a a big group talk about the episode of Mandalorian. But uh, but hearing all these people say it and then reading it, it's like, because I, I named my cat Ahsoka Tano, just Ahsoka, obviously. And I'm rambling, but, um, and burping like a Morty or, or Rick from Rick and Morty, which is weird and gross. Um, uh, let me bring in my co-host. <laughs> it's Kyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's your boy, Grogu. <laughs> oh, it's like he's doing <laughs> a Twitch broadcast. Hey, <laughs> it's your boy, Grogu. Uh, yes. Uh, right off the bat, there will be some spoilers here. <laughs> uh, if you have not seen Chapter 13 of uh, The Mandalorian. What have you been doing? <laughs> correct. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you've, you have clearly missed out on some things. So, um, yeah, uh, come back after you've watched the episode. Uh, if you want, if you don't want to be spoiled. Um, mm -hmm. but mostly we're going to be talking about, uh, a character that did debut. So here, there's your warning. If you don't want to know who we're going to talk about. We're, we're, we're moving on now. Um, Ahsoka Tano has debuted on the Mandalorian, much rumored, um, never confirmed until friday basically uh played by rosario dawson in the live action form and we're gonna give you the rundown as best we can mo mostly based off of my memory kyle's memory some notes i have um and uh the wikipedia <laughs> uh page that i have pulled up <laughs> and wikipedia as well in case i can't remember anything specifically i can just scan it real fast um so yeah we'll take you through her uh, Clone Wars Origins into Rebels and then into Mandalorian. And then there's even a little bit more past the, the Mandalorian time frame. Not much. One thing, basically, um, that kind of confirms sad stuff, basically. But uh, we all got to die sometime, mm -hmm. um, especially the Star Wars characters we love. Um, so, yeah, as I was saying, I named my cat Ahsoka. Uh, I had a few options. She chose it. I love it. Everybody says, like, if I take her to the vet or to uh, Pet Smart to get, you know, her nails clipped a little bit. Uh, how, how do you say this? Ashoka? No, nope. It's A-H-A-S-O-K-A. Uh, is how you say it. And they're like, oh, what is that? Is that, is that Chinese? I'm like, I think so, but it's from Star Wars. Um, so, uh, is that Chinese? I mean, I'm pretty sure it's got some kind of rooting in the Asian culture. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Before we uh, kind of jump into that, I'm going to let Kyle talk about what news debuted broke today because I'm sure he's chopping at the bit to discuss it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and yeah. let him present it. It was, um, it was announced today that, um, wow, um diggle john diggle uh david ramsey is coming back to the arrowverse in five five of the shows uh supergirl superman and lois supergirl the flash batwoman and legends he so outside of legends he will be john diggle on legends he's going to be a mysterious character i.e. he's going to be Green Lantern. John Stewart. <laughs> John, John Stewart Green Lantern, I bet. Um, and he's also going to be directing four, or sorry, five of the episodes, five episodes throughout those different see throughout those different series uh, this season. Not specifically uh, the ones he's in. Correct, because that's a lot of work, especially. Yeah. And uh, I know Dave and I talked about this earlier off mic, 
um this is probably going to be their their crossover for this year they're they're going to cross over via diggle basically yeah where he's going to jump from show to show um kind of and it can be all interconnected i mean we're going to get we're going to get a new batwoman so that'll be his first experience with batwoman actually even in crisis he never met batwoman no, she kind of didn't do much with anybody but the core. Yeah. So it was that they should have just recasted for Kate Kane. I'm sorry. I it's, have to finish the season and see how that kind of ended. I'm sure it didn't end with a conclusion, really. It's um, it's but, the whole thing with the the characterization and like them with Supergirl and Batwoman. They oh, yeah. had they had something already there, and now they're going to be well. Thankfully, Supergirl's Supergirl's Kaputsky, so it doesn't really. Matter. <laughs> yeah, and so is Black Lightning. So hey, guess what? Yeah, the, the Arrowverse, Belantiverse, CW verse, it's all going away. It's all Probably. going to HBO Max. What did I say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 a house of cards falling in on itself because now they can do things on HBO Max. Is mm-hmm. is my guess? Now they're going to have a bigger budget with show different shows over on HBO. Max. I could be very wrong. I hope I am. I hope some of these shows that people love are still going to stay around. I kind of don't see the Flash going anywhere, just because it's I, Flash. But yeah, I don't see it going past season eight. If anything, what are we going into? We're going into seven. Okay. And that recently had a pause because of a positive COVID test. Do you know who it was? Nope. I don't. They never. They didn't explain. They just said someone cast crew positive yeah so they paused uh pause production for shame yeah well you know all right so we basically <laughs> have confirmation i mean we already do that green lantern is coming to the to the berlanti verse yeah and I, I mean if and because spoilers for the series finale of arrow diggle finds a an illumin a green illuminated object that fell from does it, yeah doesn't fall from space he falls from space and explodes near him yeah and he survives yeah okay great no scratches <laughs> nothing the jacket looks great and he he got thrown into a into a van mm-hmm. first off and he just walked it off so therefore we know he's worthy <laughs> yeah, that's, why, that's why he's worthy yeah yeah not just because he survived living with uh, the green arrow. Yeah, but I mean, if they do not pay off the green illuminated object that fell from the sky, there's something wrong. Yeah, that that is a mistake. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. It's, I mean, that's great. I I always wondered what he would do after Arrow. I mean, he even before Arrow, he was like on like guest stars like on Blue Bloods, um, here and there. I of course it was the episodes that I randomly watched. <clears throat> The one time I interviewed him off off mic, it was just the, he was at his booth, just the first C two E two we ever went to. You didn't go. No, no. Well, when I say we, I mean the royal we, Atomic Geekdom. Mm-hmm. And I think this was after season two or during season. It would be during during the Deathstroke season, which is season two. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and he said, um. Because I believe they said his dad's name. No, they, that was much, much later. Uh, um, that was like season seven. Yeah, yeah. But they already started hinting at Green Lantern and things of that nature. And we all kind of said, well, would you, what it, would it, do you think there's a chance that he could become John Stewart Green Lantern or a Green Lantern? And he said, I don't know. It would have to be after Arrow ended. That was his answer. And that was, again, season two, maybe season three. I'm pretty sure it was season two, though. Um, so that was his answer way back then, and here we are, you know, what, five years later maybe. And uh, hopefully it's – it's. I mean, it is the end of Arrow, but maybe that means it's – they've already – they've told him the whole time, you know, stay with us. This is this is what we have planned for you at the end. Yeah. So I'm excited <laughs> for it. Um, I, I enjoy Diggle. He was an original character created for the show that did eventually move over into the comics. Actually, uh, New 52 is when – is where he – First, yeah first uh first comic premiered same with uh felicity too so they got that but i think now they're not even around yeah i doubt <laughs> um all right so that's that's the little bit of news we wanted to talk about just because of um kyle's insane love of the berlanti verse these days yeah even though i hate 
I have a love hate with that term. <laughs> I love it because it is because I mean he did he did create this universe, but I do like Arrowverse because Arrow is one that started it. Arrow was the one that rebirthed the universe. So, yeah. all right. <laughs> All right. Um, real quick, too, I'm just going to run through just a couple of real fast headlines. Um, Netflix has lost its rights to Daredevil, um, so they revert back to Marvel, and the fans are calling for Save Daredevil, as in they want Charlie Cox to return um, mm-hmm. as Daredevil, and I know he wants to return, too. Uh, Netflix has confirmed that Elliot, Elliot Page, isn't it Ellen? It, okay, so as of today, Elliot Page Oh, is that's now- what that was. Yep, he oh, is now. Yes, okay. He, he is transgender. All right. I had no idea who this person was. I kept seeing it getting retweeted and retweeted and retweeted, and I had no idea what was happening. Um, okay, so Ellen Page is 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 tran and non-binary, and so now she want he wants to be referred to as Elliot Page. Okay, correct. All right, and and he's keeping his role as, as Vanya. Vanya on season three of umbrella academy okay i was wondering why they confirmed that I'm like i don't understand why are they confirming that she is coming back at that time i'm like okay so, all right i didn't i've been working and sleeping all day so i had no <laughs> idea what was happening and i didn't look into it because i was too busy working i just kept seeing these tweets over and over and over i'm like what is, who is this person i don't understand why is this i mean congratulations but why is this such a huge deal i don't i don't get it now i know okay um it's funny uh to me because i have a roommate who who loves her and for a long time i'm like you know she's a lesbian right um ellen page i'm saying um and uh he's like i don't care she's she's gorgeous okay i wonder what he's saying now i wonder if it's any different for him all right real quick wonder woman 84 will be the first hbo max movie to stream in 4k um make sure you have your 4k tvs ready by Mm -hmm. december 24th um and uh, for those that care, I don't, but I know a lot of people do. Uh, Peter Dinklage will headline Legendary's Toxic Avenger reboot. Cool. Never seen it. <laughs> um, I remember that from my, my grade school days. That was a big deal. Uh, real quick, too. Um, <clears throat> two main characters of Doctor Who have confirmed their exit of this of the show. So oh. uh, Bradley Walsh and Tosin Cole. I think I say, say his name, Tosin Cole. Um, they're the stepfather and son um on the show i believe oh this is i did not hear this um we'll be coming along for a ride it says they confirmed long-standing rumors that they'll be leaving after the new year's day special oh interesting yeah okay so that's just gonna leave the the graham and ryan uh, are leaving and then uh yasmin is still remaining Mm -hmm. which i'm sure they'll add more companions as the season goes on perhaps well, yeah, I mean, yeah, and also Captain Jack is coming back for the special. For the special, yeah, who knows what that means for the rest of the season, maybe more. Who knows? Mm-hmm. All right, that's it for, for headlines. Um, also, if you want to get a look at what they're going to look like in their TV show, Falcon and the Winter Soldier um, have new pop figures that are coming out so you can see what Falcon looks like, Winter Soldier is going to look like, just costume changes, things of that nature, and then what Baron Zemo looks like, Baron Zemo returning to the MCU, mm-hmm. which is not – you know, not typical with MCU villains. So that's, that's no. he's a good one. So it is probably my most anticipated show of 2021. Not Obi-Wan. I mean, I am, as of right now, we do not know when Obi-Wan, we, we do not know when Kenobi is coming. <clears throat> well, 2021 is what it says. Yeah, but hey, the Flash was supposed to be premiering in January. Now it's premiering in February. So, well, as I told you earlier, it seems so simple to control a TV production, so much simpler to control a TV production um, to not have these kind of delays. And I know things happen, mm-hmm. but if they do the bubble system, like I say, I'm not a basketball fan, but the NBA did it did it right. It's and yeah, it seemed like right. it worked. Um, baseball. Baseball and football, not so much. Uh, Football, who postponed a a game until today and then said, nope, too many cases. Let's let's go one more day because COVID clears up in a day. Yeah. Um, So they're planning to play tomorrow. Dumb. Um, Just, just, and then they make the the Denver Broncos play without quarterbacks because the whole quarterbacks room 
was subject to contact with COVID. So they had to play a game without a quarterback. So they had to use like a wide receiver or something against a quarterback. Can't remember what it was. They got blown out. <clears throat> but anyway, Jeez. that's because they didn't follow the rules. They admittedly did not follow the rules. All right. Back to the topic at hand, as we've talked 30 minutes about not the topic, and we have lots to talk about because she is my favorite Jedi. I said it. Okay. She is my favorite <laughs> Jedi. Obi-Wan is, is a close second. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about Ahsoka Tano, or, uh, basically Ahsoka Tano 101, um, if you want to put it there, I guess. Um, so she made her debut in Chapter 13 of The Mandalorian over this past Friday, um, Black Friday. And we got to see what she looks like in live action form in the form of Rosario Dawson, who has expressed interest in playing the character for such a long time, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so real quick, um, Filoni has mentioned where she, where, where, where we stand in her timeline in this episode. Okay. So last we saw Ahsoka Tata, we're going to work backwards for a second. Last we saw her was in an animated form, and that's on Star Wars Rebel in the uh, like the epilogue, um, or the prologue, I should say, of the episode of the finale, uh, which takes place after the Battle of Endor or the Battle on Endor, after the, the second Death Star, where she's meeting with Sabine Wren to start searching for the missing Ezra Bridger, which seems like a long time to wait to start searching for <laughs> from the end of uh, when the hero's missing in Rebels is when he's fighting Thrawn to this point when they're finally joining up to go meet her um on what planet is ezra from do you remember lothor lothor yeah lothol 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 Lothol. yes lothor Um, where's lothor from power rangers (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so dave filoni uh said this about um her appearance in the mandalorian because there's one thing people are harping on and i don't think it's that big a deal um I think the thing that people will most not understand is they want to go in a linear fashion. But as I learned as a kid, nothing in Star Wars really works in a linear fashion. You do episodes four, five, and six, and then one, two, and three. So in the vein of that history, when you look at the epilogue of Rebels, you don't really know how much time has passed. So it's possible the story I'm telling in The Mandalorian actually takes place prior to that. Possible. I'm saying it's possible. So... Um, when we see her in the Mandalorian and she's looking for Thrawn, she obviously knows Thrawn's out there. And last we saw Thrawn left with Ezra. So if they're about to embark on this mission to find Ezra, Thrawn is the piece of that puzzle they're chasing after. And then, so maybe after this moment on this planet, she goes, gets Ren, and then they begin their search. And then you have the Sokotano, a Sokotano and Sabine Ren television show. Um, so, um, what do you think the chances are? That's a huge reveal that in this whole episode or her mission is to find Grand Animal Thrawn. And that was dropped on you kind of like out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, I, I screamed very loudly when I heard Grand Admiral Thrawn. Now it's not that big a deal really when you look at it, because we already know he's canon. Right. It it is. But it's like, but we were also like, oh, at the end of Rebels, this is it. This is all that we know. That right. Spoilers for Rebels. Um, he and Ezra are taken away by hyperspace whales. <laughs> it's such a bizarre ending. <laughs> it is. It is very bizarre, but it's 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 is pretty good. There's time travel before that in that episode. I need to go back and rewatch the finale. I, it's so I just watched like um, like a 46 minute like. A, uh, YouTube video of Ahsoka in Rebels. Yeah, and it I, takes it from her from season um, three. I think she appeared. She, uh, end of season one into season two. Okay, and then season four uh, at at where she was resurrected. Which mm-hmm. I'm looking at Wikipedia, and I'm like, there is no way Rebels was set 20 years before the Battle of Yavin. There is no way. <laughs> yeah, there's something wrong, but. I digress. Um, but no, here, I mean, hearing Great Admiral Thrawn. No, yeah, that doesn't make any sense because. It's, I would say it's about. F- because the ghost. Five ship, years. Ghost ship and uh, they use Sindola's name in Rogue One, which is directly into 
A New Hope. It goes right into it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'd say maybe roughly five years before the Battle of Yavin, but not 20. Because that's when they said that so according, died. Yeah, according to this, Rebels takes place 14 years after the Clone Wars concludes. Okay. So, so that, yes. 14 so years after, after uh, Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was about, yeah, about five years before Battle of Yavin. Yeah, that's that works. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Um, having, having heard that, because she really didn't know who Thrawn was before coming back at the end of Rebels. So, like, just hearing that geek, I geeked out very loudly. Thankfully, no one was around. If Yeah, if you're a fan of, of Clone Wars, the animated series Clone Wars, and you have not watched Rebels, which is possible, not likely, but possible, because I have not started that other one, Resistance. I've not. Um, it's, yeah, you don't have to. It's, it's right. very loosely com- connected. Right, it seems more like, a, like an actual kid's show. Mm-hmm. um to me but i, I still want to know these characters for some reason i don't know what it is about it it's the star wars thing in me um but if if you loved this character and you want to follow ahsoka also rebels is just great um it's just a good show two new jedi you get to introduce be introduced to uh, the beginning of the rebellion um a new a new r2 type droid um which with with much better attitude i, I love r5 mm-hmm. right no um what is he? He's an R5, isn't he? Uh, I think he's an R5 unit. R4, maybe? I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. It's hard to keep track. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's it's a whole new kind of rebellion group. You've got um, a, a survivor of Order 66, which is cool because you get some flashbacks into his storyline. Um, his his master was trained by Mace Windu, so that's, you got kind of Mace with the Mace Windu line of training, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> it's just it's just the lineage is all I'm looking at. I don't no, care. I know. no, no, no. I but it's the it's it's the whole rumor mill. Thing. Yeah, no, no. I'm not a fan of the theory that Mace Windu is coming back. I'm not a fan of that theory. I I love Sam Jackson and Mace Windu was kind of cool, I guess. But um, no, not not a fan. He he is the cause of his own demise. The way he handled Anakin. I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm not a huge Anakin fan either. But if if Mace Windu had been a proper Jedi, he wouldn't have shown such animosity towards, towards Anakin. Mm-hmm. Um, but anywho, I digress as always. Uh, watch Rebels, man, because Ahsoka Tano gets a lot of cool time, cool moments. Um, you, she, as we're going to talk about, she was Anakin's Padawan. Um, and you get to see some cool moments. Anakin, Anakin or Darth Vader versus Ahsoka. Um, and then um, you get to see, uh, spoilers, um, Ahsoka. Well, this is Clone Wars, the last season of Clone Wars. But you get to see Ahsoka versus Darth Maul, which is pretty dope. Um, a great fight scene. But um, if you want to see a cool live action fight scene, man, there are so And slow it down. When she, when she appears on The Mandalorian Chapter 13, there's so many cool fight scenes with her and her ultra-cool ultra lightsabers. Um, she slices a tree, which slices the guy in front of it. And then uses the force to use this bit of the tree that's still holding the tree together to throw it at another dude. And the tree just falls back into place. Like it just missed. Like it's like the block was just removed and it fell down. It's just, there's so many cool stuff. If you slow down her fight scenes. Um, but let's go to the beginning. Let's let's that's, that's where it ends. That's where we're at currently. Um, and then there is an ending really to the story. We don't know it yet, but this character is so important to Dave Filoni that they gave the moment of naming the child to Ahsoka Tano. Mm-hmm. Granted, she doesn't name him, but she reveals his name. So that's a big moment because all we've been calling him is the child and baby Yoda more commonly. So to know his actual name and to get it from Ahsoka Tano is a big deal in my opinion. Um, so that's, that's a cool thing. So she's a to- Togruta. Togruta? I never yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same um, species as Shakti. And Plo Koon. No. Yes? Yes. Yes, it's just the male. Okay. Wow. No, no, no. I My mind is blown. I, I apologize. I apologize. She was, okay. she was found by Plo Koon. Okay. Um, I'm like, on the whole planet the world male version. of Shili. <laughs> Shili, Shili, anyway. Uh, she's born 36 years before the Battle of Yavin. Mm-hmm. 
Um, she dies 20 years before the Battle of Yavin, according to some people. Um, she's not dead, though. She's later resurrected, as, as Kyle mentioned. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit. But uh, So, yeah, she's introduced as they're expecting um, a Padawan, another Padawan for Obi-Wan, even though he has got Anakin, and Anakin's not yet a master. So he's not—he's not a knight. A, a knight. He's not been knighted. Yeah. Um, and then the, she shows up, and she says she is sent by Master Yoda, assigned to Anakin, not Obi Wan. Um, she has a nickname of Snips, um, and this is on the Battle of Christophus. Christophus. So this is like the first two episodes of the show. If you go in the order that you're supposed to go when you watch this show. It's so stupid how yeah. out of order the show is. It's, it's crazy. It's hard to, hard to, I don't know. Eventually it, it goes in, in order, but it takes forever. Um, she becomes a commander in the grand army of the Republic. Uh, she is kind of advised and guided by captain Rex of the 501st, um, who her and Anakin collaborate with a ton of times when they go to war and battles and stuff like that during the clone wars. Um, she disobeys orders and nearly loses her entire squadron at one point. So these are all learning points. She's very much aggressive when it comes to battles and wars. She wants to go after it. She always wants to get after uh, Grievous and Asajj Ventress as well, um, as well as uh, the bounty hunter um, Cad Bane and Aura Singh. Um, plenty of run-ins there with those those two. Um, but then later she becomes this more mature, respected, reserved kind of leader. Like she's very... Mm-hmm. She's not as impulsive. Um, and you don't know why, because her master is Anakin. And Anakin <laughs> is very much impulsive. So, um, But what I've always enjoyed about the idea of Anakin having a Padawan going into Revenge of the Sith is he had somebody there, again, that he takes his feelings for too far, um, as a Jedi, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they're not supposed to have these connections. He clearly loves and looks after Ahsoka as like a sister, like Obi-Wan and Anakin are brothers. Um, she's the little sister. Um, I wouldn't say daughter relationship at all. I, I, I think I'd liken it to brother sister. Um, and he's very protective of her, even though uh, he's very annoyed with her most of the time because she's kind of outshining him. Um, she's, she wants to do these things that he wants to do but he's kind of taking the Obi-Wan path of, no, no, we got to do this a different way. And she kind of pushes him to do it a different way, which is probably his first instinct to just jump headstrong in and I can do it. I'm, I'm, I'm the best lightsaber guy in the planet. I'm the best planet, best planet, the best pilot in the universe, all these things. Um, but um, I'm going to, I'm going to jump ahead, but if there's anything in Clone Wars you want to cover. I mean, Everyone did not like Ahsoka from yeah, she was the beginning. Pretty early, yeah. And it's it's amazing what Filoni has done from day one to where we are now to to and for this character. It deserves just, to be mentioned that she was created by um, by Lucas. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, she was going to be called Ashla, I think. Um, she was disguised as Ashla, right? But early in development, her name was Ashla, and that's why they disguised her as Ashla later. That's again Filoni picking nuggets that were going to be used and repurposing them. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's named after an ancient Indian emperor, Ahsoka, and the spelling was then al- Ashoka. The spelling was then altered by by the screenwriter Henry Gilroy. So Dave Filoni picked up and kind of brought this stuff in. Um, Um, giving Anakin uh, hang on one second uh, giving Anakin responsibility for a Padawan was meant to place the character in a role that forced him to become more cautious and responsible like I was just saying it also provided him with insight into his relationship with his own master Obi-Wan and depict how their relationship matured uh, Ahsoka and Anakin's relationship was seen as an essential story arc spanning both the film animated film and the Clone Wars television series alright go ahead I'm sorry um, no I was just going to say I mean she was friends with Barris. Oh boy, Barris Barris Ophie, um, who was also at the Battle of Geonosis. She was I she is a um Marinian female. Uh we have not seen many of those in Star Wars, so it's interesting that you don't see many more. And she was 
uh, Padawan to Lumina- Luminara Undali, who's also at the Battle of Geonosis, but that's just because they were both Padawans, uh, why they formed um, a friendship, and then later tragedy uh, with them, and which also, <laughs> which then also expelled her, uh, Ahsoka, from the Jedi Order. Yeah, get into it. Um, that's Clone Wars stuff. So yeah. at some point before the last season of, of Clone Wars, which just debuted like a year ago or half a year ago. February. Uh, yeah, so coming up on a year um, where, where we see why there's no Ahsoka um, in Ra- Ra- Revenge of the Sith or kind of no mention of her because basically at this point she's been banished. Um, but she has a chance to get back into it and she chooses not to. Go ahead and explain what, what happens there if you remember um she bear i think it if i remember correctly it's been a while since i've seen those clone clone wars episodes yeah but uh i'm gonna look again <laughs> baris sophie um was turning to the dark side because of asajj ventress right so she she believed that the jedi order was becoming evil and corrupt and belligerent during the war and so she kind of orchestrated um this bombing of the jedi mm-hmm. temple on coruscant yeah, and then, you know, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, that's fine. I got it. Uh, so after uh, six Jedi ended up dying, as well as several clone troopers and Jedi Temple uh, employees. Um, <laughs> oh, the employees. That's that's what matters. Maintenance workers, the grunts, uh, the people that say, if it's not on the map, it doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, with, <laughs> so they use... They use crime scene analysis droid Russo ISC uh, to investigate this the situation along with um, you know other people. Uh, Mace Windu also said that it's possible a Jedi was behind the attack. Again, Mace Windu getting his getting his conspiracy theory on, um, which uh, would that that accusation bothered Ahsoka and Anakin. And then when Ahsoka asked her master about the possibility, he told her that there would will be a Je- there, there will be Jedi who disappoint, but they will be far outnumbered by those who do the right thing. Ooh, talk about foreshadowing. Um, so that the search narrowed down uh, into a suspect list to a temple worker named Jakar Bamani. Um, they traveled to find out all these things, and uh, when when Ahsoka Tano interviewed Offie, her buddy. Uh, she used a force choke, or Offie used a force choke on on this this the spouse of ja- Jakar, I guess, um, which killed her and framed Ahsoka Tano. And then Offie continued her work, framing her friend, causing more clone troopers' death. Um, clone spotted the footage of Tano seemingly killing Tormund, and then arrested her for that. So uh, it looked like it, and she was going to be thrown out. Uh, she is like kind of charged with the with the crime and thrown out, but uh, then the evidence comes out that she is innocent, and they, they tell her, "Ahsoka says, or uh, Anakin says, you can stay um, with me. You know, we can we can still do this." And she says, "No, I'm I'm leaving. This isn't. There's something wrong with the Jedi Order." Mm-hmm. Um, so, saying that the Jedi Order was losing its way, um, so she leaves, and then she tells Anakin she's not coming back. Um, but she does get officially pardoned by Jedi Council, which means she is accepted back to the Jedi, but she never comes back to the Jedi um, that I'm aware of. Um, even in the last season of Clone Wars, she's not with the Jedi. She's there to help. Right. Um, she Even Mace Windu is, has said that, um, seeing that she's not a Jedi, she's not privy to information. Right. Mace Windu, dude, I'm serious. Uh, <laughs> um, but... Something I saw in the... I'm going to kind of jump around a little bit again. Something I saw in some of the analysis of Chapter 13, um, the Jedi from Mandalorian, is Ahsoka cites like, this hesitance to take Grogu under her wing because of his attachments. And she's seen what that has done to the best of us. She's talking about Anakin. Um, and they're like, well, she's a Jedi, and she's didn't she leave because of these things and, and all these things? I'm like, no, 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 no. She's not citing. I mean, cause she knows more than anybody that love is the right way mm-hmm. that attachments help a Jedi, um, not harm a Jedi when it's not being hidden, when you're not forced to, like into this guilty 
situation. Like if it's open and free and people knew Anakin would have went to Obi-Wan right away when he started having these dreams, but it's, he has to hide it. Even though Obi-Wan knows there's something going on, clearly he's not an idiot. He's around Anakin all the time. So he, he's not, he can't be that surprised when he realizes there's this secret relationship going on. But if he had been able to be open with his brother, Obi-Wan, they would have figured it out together instead of having to rely on Palpatine. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like there's the Jedi dismissing this, this idea of love and attachment and relationships and saying it's bad, it's wrong, it's evil, it's on, it's on the path to the dark side. That's forced him to be deceptive and not, not embrace the love that would help him to protect more people, uh, basically, and not, not make it so selfish as it comes off as when he turns to Darth Vader. Um, so Ahsoka has embraced that. She's clearly outside of the Jedi Order, the Jedi following. She believes that love and attachment is important for the Jedi or for force wielders. Let's just call it that instead of Jedi. Um, she's seen the, the worst of the bad and the worst of the good. Um, she knows what the Jedi Order is capable of and the things that they do and how hypocritical they can be. But then she's also seen characters like Darth Maul, um, at the point of chapter 13, I'm saying. Um, Darth Maul, Asajj Ventress, um, Dooku to an extent, right? Um, yeah. Uh, and of course, eventually she learns about Darth Vader and Palpatine. <clears throat> so she's clued into what, what, what the dark side has to offer. And I think she's, she's just a little more informed than other people. Like she's close to a Yoda as far as knowledge goes, I think. And, 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 um, um, wisdom um and, and just says oh yoda tells luke that the, this way is dead the jedi order is over she knows that now before mm-hmm. before there's a luke um so i think what he's what she's telling mando and 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 when she's talking about grogu is she does not she's worried that grogu could go down the anakin path which is why she doesn't want to do it she's afraid of that she has looked into Grogu's mind and she, she clearly cares about him and loves what she sees. There's, there's a, there's a smile there when, when, you know, every time she says his name and he looks up and kind of recognizes they're talking about me. Um, and, and Yoda, he recognizes the name Yoda and she, they smile together. They do the, the cool head nod thing as they're leaving. <laughs> um, and, and so there's this, there's clearly a connection there. And clearly I think she's worried that this, this child has already seen so much bad and has already been abandoned so much that taking him away from who he sees as his father figure right now in, 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 uh, Jin Darren, Darren, right. Din Jin, Jin, Din Jarn, whatever Jin Mandalorian. Uh, cause that's clearly that we're still calling him the Mandalorian and we're still going to call him baby Yoda and the child, even though his name is Grogu. And that's why they said it 17 times in the episode. <laughs> To force it into your head this is grogu now you waited too long to tell us his name and that's why we're gonna keep calling him the baby yoda uh anyway it just irked me to see all these people who who clearly have a lot of knowledge of the star wars universe saying she's she's teaching the wrong way of the jedi and she's not she's using her personal experiences and she is not a jedi even though the episode is called the jedi she's got the force she's walked away from that life she's not a mm-hmm. jedi but she is what people in that universe would describe her as a Jedi. Um, that's all they know. There's either the Jedi or the Sith. Or they know nothing, apparently, like the Mandalorian. Doesn't know anything about the Jedi. Um, clearly, which is blows my mind, because he's not that far removed from uh, Rise, uh, Revenge of the Sith, where they were everywhere. Yeah, I mean, uh, he, was, he was in... He was, he was around when the Clone Wars were happening. Like, right, right. You would have to have heard about the Jedi speaking of whatever let's jump ahead now so she leaves um but she does come back to the war just in time for order 66 yeah because of because of bo katan yes our connection to the mandalorian what what stops her from really fighting the mando kind of full force she's and we get to see a cool history lesson as to how the jedi and the mandalorians fought this this beskar steel man this is the stuff this thing protects which, lightsabers, man. Which is the first time in canon this has happened. Mm-hmm. Because nowhere before has Beskar been like, oh yeah, it can 
it can deflect the uh, lightsaber blows. Like, like we understand the Mandalorians are skilled warriors and fighters and things like that, but mm-hmm. these are friggin' lightsabers, man. They'd be cut yeah. in half. And would Mando did not know right right from the beginning that his Beskar would save him from those how lightsabers. He? How could he? He had no idea even of the, the dealings with the Mandalorians in the past. Like, yeah, he'd have like, no way of knowing. He's never faced off a lightsaber as far as we can we can even imagine. But him putting up his arms. Because right he calls away, them light swords, right? Yeah, laser swords. Laser swords, yeah. Nice. nice yeah, what that. Anakin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, great, great callback there. There were, there were actually a lot of cool Easter eggs in that episode, by the way. Um, I know we kind of talked about it saying there wasn't many, but there's, a, there's a, one of those loath cats in there. Yeah. Um, and then, yes, uh, some, just some mentions and nods. Uh, and- the magistrate is from Dothamir, and she's like one of the last Dothamirians? The magistrate? It's a Dothamirian? Yeah. What? Yeah, that's... You're talking about the woman? Yeah. The one who calls Thrawn master? Yeah. She does not... Oh, I'm thinking... Dathomirian, is that not Maul? Is the, no, is the witch... Are the the sisters. Don't yeah. they look like Maul, though? No. I mean, unless... Doth- what do you mean that? When did they say that? Uh, mere magistrate... Hold on, hold on. Clue me in. When did they reveal that, or how do you know that? A day ago. Um, that's that's derogatory towards Italians. Don't say that word. A day ago. <laughs> um. I'm, thanks to Mandalorian's head hairstylist, uh, we know that Lisbeth's homeworld is Dathomir, a planet visited by Clone War by visiting Clone Wars rebels and fallen Jedi in Jedi Fallen Order. Um, home to several tribes, most notable the Night Brothers and Night Sisters. Um, like S- Savage, Savage Oppress was a Night Brother, and the Night Sister, who is one of the main characters in Jedi Fallen Order. But no, I've got um, her species as human. Hmm. Well, no, it's because they said that, like, her, her, um, species was wiped out in the clone wars her her people her people which happened (laughs) her people were wiped out i don't know if i buy that where are you reading that from oh your favorite site (laughs) oh yeah you're Um, right here it is i'm reading what you just read (sighs) yeah also i guess it's also on reddit and dathomir is that's the I'm, okay, Zabrak is a species, not that. Zabrak is okay. Okay, yeah, I knew it. I knew it was. It was something that started with weird. Okay. <laughs> so species can be all kinds of things from that same planet. So yep, even on Wikipedia, they got her as uh, immigrated species are human Zabrak, Zepho, and Toydarian. Why did they? Oh, Toydarian, yes. Huh. Yeah, I Eddie? guess on. Uh, is that you? Little Eddie. Come on, that's a good impersonation. <sighs> that's a good boss nest right there. Oh. <laughs> uh, Mirin from uh, Jedi. Yep. Fallen Order is Death Mirin. Um, she's a Night Sister as well. Mm-hmm. The last, order. basically the last one. I need a second game of that, man. Give me that game. It's going to be a while. Yeah, because he did a stupid squadrons game, which looks cool, but I mean that's gonna get old quick. More I mean, to say, have you on this? Okay, so let's move on. No, uh, so, all right, so, so we're at the end. Yeah. Order sixty six happens. You get to see it. if you want. There's YouTube videos that make it pretty cool. The moment that um, Ahsoka is fighting Darth Maul is the exact moment that Anakin is turning. Um, making his full turn. So what you're seeing there in parallel is without her, she might've been able, I mean, she might've been able to help him and stop him from turning. I think she has that pull. Um, and there's these moments when he, like he gets so angry when they meet as Darth Vader and, and Ahsoka later that he let, she left him. Like, why did you leave me type of stuff in that fight? Um, these kinds of things. So, um, cause if you look at Anakin's life, it's all loss. It, it's mm-hmm. all the fear of loss and being alone. Uh, with his mother and then with Padme. 
and then it, he only turns to power to force people to not leave him power to keep it, uh, Padme alive, these kinds of things. Um, so you know, you only, you only can imagine what happened, but yeah, order 66 happens. Go check out that YouTube video. It's, it's pretty cool. when they do the parallel of this fight that she has with, with, with Darth Maul, which is friggin' fantastic. Um, and, and when that, when that, uh, when Anakin turns and, you know, kills, kills young ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, there's a cool side story of what she's doing when she's hiding from the Jedi um, or not hiding, but when she's out, out of the Jedi in this cool kind of like um, car space shop type thing um, with these two characters. Yeah. It's a cool side story. Shut up. I uh, mean, to, uh, to me, I wanted to know what <laughs> I wanted to get to order 66. The in between story was like, Okay, which made it hard for me to start, even with the Bad Batch stuff. Like I ended up loving wow. the Bad Batch episodes, but like I'm like, get me to Ahsoka. I'm done with this. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the Bad Batch ended up being pretty cool, and I have to wonder, will we find anything more about the Bad Batch? Just because of yeah. how rebellious they were, and uh, different than the regular Batch, I guess. Yeah, uh, we and do- we're getting we're getting a Bad Batch uh, TV series, live action uh probably animated that's what i figured um and that's a show they could do without having to overuse what's his name because they all they wore helmets all the time so yeah um, and they're thin and bigger and all these kinds of things um because they're deformities right exactly mutants Mm -hmm. um so we jump kind of ahead from order 66 there is a book you can go read um ahsoka which takes place i want to say after revenge of the sith but before yavin uh, before a new hope, I, I can't remember. Thought, I thought it was um, after Order sixty six. That's what I said. I am so sorry. I think that's what I said. If not, it's what I meant. No. Um, where is um, it? Order sixty six? So she saves Rex. Um, exactly one year after the establishment of the Galactic Empire. There you go. So, okay, yeah. so it's, it's very early after um order 66 cool story you can read that just called ahsoka um it's a quick read it's a young adult book um but it's very good you get to kind of look into her mental state and realizations of certain things that are happening on a planet outside of um um outside of like the empire's like, like the outer skirt of the of the of the the reach of the empire as it stretches out and then it kind of ends with her saying all right, I'll join this rebellion. And then, so, so now we're bridging the gap from Clone Wars to Rebels, um, where she joins as uh, a code name. We hear quite often in the first season uh, of Rebels, not knowing exactly what what it means, but it's Fulcrum. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is Snips, good old Snips, um, Ahsoka Tano. Uh, so she helps out with the Rebels. She kind of forces them and, Helps train Ezra a little bit. Um, we get a showdown with with Vader because of this, which is awesome. We get a showdown. Um, uh, no, I'm sorry. The mall stuff happened in Clone Wars. I yep. the season came after Rebels ended, so I get that kind of confused. So, well, I mean, they, there's two. She fights Maul twice. Right. Right. Once, once in the final season of Clone Wars, and then season two of uh, Rebels. Right. For the last right. time. Yeah, and then yeah, Obi Wan ends up killing Maul for for reals this time. Um, so in the fourth season of Rebels, this is gonna get kind of weird. <laughs> uh, well, before that, let's okay. So in the second season, she kind of becomes a recurring character. She's helping the crew of the Ghost, which is our main characters of Rebels. Um, and she has assumed Anakin died with all the other Jedi at the end of the Clone Wars with Order sixty six, and she's obviously overwhelmed to find out that vader is anakin mm-hmm. um, she has a vision of anakin blaming her for leaving him and allowing him to fall to the dark side and in the finale of season two she faces vader in a duel inside of a sith temple um which allows the ghost to escape vader and the temple's destruction as the episode ends vader is shown injured and leaving um watched by a green and white owl the owl is like a companion to ahsoka in the show kind of like an avatar uh, type of thing and it flies back into the temple to witness ahsoka seemingly walking deeper inside its walls leaving her story kind of ambiguous mm-hmm. um whether she gets out or not or you know we, we don't know for a while um so the fourth season we finally find out what happened to her 
Um, Ezra ends up in this realm between worlds and time uh, within the Jedi Temple on Lothal um, and is guided by Ahsoka's convoy of Morai, which are these whales. Uh, that's the name of the, the flying space whales. The hyperspace whales. Yes, the hyperspace <laughs> whales. Um, and it pulls her out of the moment right before Vader could deliver the death blow, thus altering her fate. So this is where she's quote-unquote resurrected. Um, and then the Sith Temple collapses. Uh, and that's when she vows to find Ezra and the crew. And then at the end of the epilogue or whatever of the series finale... She returns to Lothal in the white cloak. We see her in, in the Mandalorian. It's the same frigging cloak. Mm-hmm. People. Um, and jo- joins Sabine Wren in her quest to find Ezra, who disappeared during Lothal's liberation. So what's cool about Rebels, it starts on Lothal in that little tower and then ends with Lothal on that tower, um, yeah. which is kind of a cool bookend. Um, she wields two lightsabers. And for a long time, they're green and blue, right? Like they're No, they're green. They're both green? At, at first she's she only has one and then later on she then gets two uh they're green and then it isn't until um this the final season of clone wars where it's blue okay because anakin was like yeah i gave you i gave you my color lightsabers that's right my kyber crystals yeah yeah and then and when then, she, when she comes back to clone wars isn't she She's given a gift, right? She's given the gift of two lightsabers. Two lightsabers. By Anakin. Right. right. With um with the blue kyber crystals. Right. Eventually she faces off with the Inquisitors, um, like the sixth sister, I believe it is. And she heals the Kyber crystals, and that's how she gets her white kyber crystals. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they were kyber crystals have a life. Um, in order for them to be red for the dark side, they are tortured essentially, these these crystals. Um, and it takes a lot of force ability to turn them back from the red. Um, and then the, they became white for her. So uh, she, that's why she has two awesome white lightsabers. I've included in this episode on the episode page of AtomicGeek.com two gifts of her in the Chapter 13 episode I thought were cool and the only ones I could find, really. Um, and one of them is when she lights them both like this and then pulls them apart. And it looks like they're kind of being pulled apart. But friggin' dope, man. It's, I, I just... I don't know what else we need to talk about about her from the past. What questions you'd have? I wish we had Jenny here who could ask some of these questions that mm-hmm. a, the casual viewer might have. That's just taken along for the Mandalorian. I think the Mandalorian handled it very well for people being introduced to her for the first time. Um, there's not a whole lot you need to know um, other than when you see your friends freaking out about Ahsoka, knowing there's a history there. Yeah. Same um, with Bo-Katan. Yeah, yeah, they handled that very well. Even even uh, Oliphant's character has a history in the books, and you don't need it um, necessar- necessarily. Don't need it, even though his history is future from that point, right? Yeah. Yes, because aftermath takes place after Endor. But so does and Mandalorian. Mandalorian is five years after Endor. So aftermath is what? Right after Endor. Okay, so. So, oh, um, so after past then, so after um, <laughs> I hate timelines. What? Um, so okay, aftermath is um three years after the Battle of Yavin, so three ABY. Okay, so his um, his story takes place after his episode of. So the the first time we meet his character is after the Mandalorian, when he's introduced on the Mandalorian. When he, if you read the aftermath books. Because those were published before Mandalorian, and you're saying it's after the Battle of Yavin. Oh wait, no. So no, Mandalorian no. is Endor after Endor. I'm yes. that. for the love of God. Yes. So aftermath, like basically right after Endor, Mandalore, five years after Endor. I'm getting the exact. Um, <laughs> I've got the the novels timeline here. All of them. Okay. Even including Probably. the High Republic stuff is in here too. Oh, High even, Republic is like. It hasn't even come out Four, yet. It's like 400 years before yeah. <laughs> Yavin. Um, oh, and the planet they're going to at the end of the Mandalorian, the planet they mentioned that they're going to, was a Legends planet until mm-hmm. Dr. Aphra's comic book made it canon. I forget. Torvis? 
No. Um, it does. It is a T. Uh, I forgot already. Um, what are the chances we get a live action version of Afra? Uh, probably not going to happen. At least in, at least in here. Yeah. Um, um, so the last aftermath book is five years after Yavin. Okay. So that's okay. I wish they would do it after the battle of Endor, but yeah, I think, so then, yeah, his we, we get his history and we kind of see where he ends up then. Um, that's Oliphant. Oliphantastic's character is what I'm speaking of. Okay, my head hurts. Um, I hope this helps casual uh, watchers of The Mandalorian. Ahsoka Tano is a beloved character now for as much as she was hated when she was introduced. Um, they've done a great job with this character. She is one of my all-time favorite Star Wars characters, one of my all-time favorite fictional characters. Um, Ashley Eckstein did the voice for her in all of her iterations beforehand and it is sad that she's not the live action version but it's cool that they both reached out to each other Rosario and Ashley and it's all about her not about the the people portraying her Um, and then the hashtag Ahsoka Lives was a big deal before season 4 of of Rebels so that was fantastic Um, the fact that she became on Rebels I remember geeking out about that so you can only imagine how I felt at three o'clock in the morning watching star Wars, the Mandalorian, um, knowing I still had to work on Friday. Um, I couldn't, I didn't, I, I tried to sleep, but then I woke up and I'm like, forget it. I'm watching it right friggin' now. And, uh, in my opinion, in my opinion, one of the best episodes they've done while you get a lot of lore and a lot of downtime with her meditating with, with Grogu, the fight scenes are phenomenal. You've got some samurai stuff in there. You've got some gunslinger stuff, some Western style stuff in there. You got Michael Bean from Terminator and aliens in there. I mean, come on. What else do you need? You got, you got HK droids, the upgraded versions of the HKs that were in star Wars, the old Republic, uh, Knights of the old Republic, I should say. Um, it was rad, man. And uh, as I mentioned to Kyle off air, you had a cool dichotomy of when you're introduced to Vader in rogue one, there's this darkness that envelops the ship as he's walking forward. And, and as he kind of just slices his way through the ship very easily. Um, and, and then here you've got the white, the white lights of her kind of coming forward out of the woods. And it's kind of like, it's polar opposite. I thought I kind of, it, it just reminded me of that scene so well, for some reason, I was just brought back to that scene. Um, also her fight with the magistrate was very old school lightsaber fight. It wasn't all flips and kicks and stuff. It was very much Obi-Wan versus Darth Vader, A New Hope, where it's a bow staff and lightsabers. It wasn't all Yoda flips and weird stuff like that. It was very kind of methodical and, and sword-driven, kind of like a, like a samurai, like a, mm-hmm. a Kurosawa movie. Um, so, yeah, um, that's our thing. We might have missed stuff. We might have messed some dates and some stats and facts up. Um, we're not experts. We're fans. We're geeks. We love this stuff. We try to be as accurate as possible. When you're not recording, um, it's easier. <laughs> uh, when you're trying to be right all the time, um, the knowledge that you have already stored up in your brain with baseball statistics and football statistics tend to get all muddled because you're trying to be accurate as possible because people are listening and trying to trying to you know get get the knowledge that you might have. But all of that knowledge is on the internet. So watch some YouTube videos and stuff like that if you need more on Ahsoka. It's out there. Watch Rebels, watch Clone Wars, all great material. The Ahsoka book, pick that up or, you know, borrow it from the library, whatever you do. Um, I highly recommend it. She's a great character. And as far as I can tell, we're going to get more. Um, when, yeah. fans, when fans complained about the, the length of her, her tendrils or whatever they're called. Leku. The Leku being shorter than when we last see her on Rebels, which takes place after this moment, allegedly, or – this takes place after that moment when they're longer. Um, they said, well, maybe we'll get it right. I'm sure we'll have time to work on it. Yeah. And um, I, mean, which I think it was a cool veiled way of saying she's not done, um, which is awesome because mm-hmm. I think Rosario did excellent. Uh, the cadence, oh, yeah, she did fantastic. Yeah, the cadence of her voice, she did homework, man. Plus, it's Filoni's baby. So, Filoni was there directing. He, he could help her out with it. But Rosario Dawson's a great actress, and she fit perfectly. Um, I thought, and uh, it was cool to see, and I, I, I want more. I need, I needs more. Um, yeah, it's always, it's always great to see a fan cast 
come to fruition. And that person wanting to be the character too. Like she wanted yeah. it. Um, which is, which is cool. Um, she just in early 2017 said, I'd love the role. Let's do it. And here we are 2020, almost 2021. And she's the character. So, um, I can only hope we're going to get a series with her. Maybe, uh, we do know she dies before rise of Skywalker. That's all we know. Um, uh, when and how we don't know unless Even there's Filoni says, no, he, ha- she hasn't died. <laughs> I don't know how that can happen. If she can be the voice of all the, uh, with, with all the other people that are dead, <laughs> right. I know They're confirmed Jedi kills. Um, she's the only one that's still alive and able to speak to the force. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. How, I also don't Ezra know. wasn't part of it. So therefore right, Ezra's exactly. still alive. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Keenan was Freddie Prince was there, which I'm happy for him. That's, that's cool uh, for him. Um, but yeah, what's cool about the Kanan Jarrus character too, if you don't really know rebels that well, um, spoiler alert, he becomes a blind Jedi. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's a cool character arc for that, that, that character reading the comics to find out, you know, when order 66 happens to him, he's got like a one shot series. Um, that's pretty cool too. So I, I love rebels. I love Mandalorian is, is hitting it out of the park this season. Two episodes left, I think three, three. Three episodes left, and everything they're saying is it's it's only going to get crazier from here. Which, mm-hmm. if you look back at the things they've introduced in the season, so the plot line of Grogu getting Grogu to be trained by a Jedi, who knows if someone's going to reach out or not. We got Boba Fett lurking. You've got uh, Moff Gideon out there. We've got uh, friggin' clones of of um, a Palpy potentially being uh supreme leader snoke uh we've got now we've got the introduction of bo katan and her mandalorian rebellion and the black saber which goes hand in hand with with gideon um and then now you're you throw in ahsoka tano's mission and grand animal thrawn something's got to give there's a little too much stuff going on here Mm -hmm. uh not all is going to take place on this show is all i'm saying um i think they're building they're building the filoni favreau universe basically within the, these TV series. So we're going to get Obi-Wan, which is a one season thing. It's a one and done, uh, six episodes, I believe. Something like that. Six yeah, or six eight. eight. Yeah. It was dropped from the original 10, I think. Um, but we got that one confirmed. And then I kind of imagine we're going to get an Ahsoka Tanu, um, or maybe just a rebels live action series with mm-hmm. Sabine and, and Ezra perhaps. Um, yeah, you cannot set up, where's grand admiral thrawn and just leave it at that that would be a cruel cruel joke um (laughs) so don't don't wwe this pay it off please (laughs) i expect you will but i gotta throw that out there for but for pete's sake do not do another dna test (laughs) no more dna tests (laughs) involving Rey mysterio yeah and his children (laughs) right all right so that's gonna do it for our ahsoka tana 101 um, I had fun. I was very much looking forward to talking about this. Um, I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a huge, huge Ahsoka Tano fan and Star Wars geek, and I know Kyle is as well. Um, so if you have more questions, hit us up on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Um, I'll pass them along to Kyle, but Kyle, your Twitter is? At uh, KyleKrause89. And if you want to watch him play Minecraft with his nerd buddies from Legends of Tomorrow podcast, um, Legends of Tomorrow talk, uh, what's your Twitch? Uh, it is KKrause89 there you go uh or you can join me i'm trying to stream more often um i've been tired this week but um hopefully tomorrow i'm gonna continue my last of us well hopefully sometime this week i'm gonna continue my last of us playthrough um so twitch.tv slash dj clark 21 uh follow both of our pages you'll get notified when we go live uh, Mm it's the best way to figure it out or if you follow us on twitter we tweet that out too so um yeah uh at atomic kingdom on all the things we'll be back soon um for the rest of december you can expect mostly geek outs and of course a wonder woman 84 review we're going to take a little time off after christmas to kind of regroup um and then we'll be back you know mid-january something like that just take a little time off to uh talk things over and uh maybe make some changes to some things like firing tom can't file kyle fire kyle because he's always here tom the Tom would have been here if we needed him, but we didn't need him. So <laughs> um, two people was enough to obsess over this character, I think. Uh, 
but yeah, uh, we got some cool ideas in store for uh, making this a YouTube video too, as well as an audio podcast. Um, we've got some creative ideas in the works. Some I have revealed to Kyle, some I haven't. Um, some to do live Twitch, which we've done once before, and we're going to spruce it up and make it look real pretty. Um, yeah, so we're working on it, and we'll get there. So, all right, Kyle, thanks for joining me tonight. Always a pleasure. I can go to bed. Tython was the name of that planet. Ah, Tython. <laughs> real, yeah, quick, real quick, what what Jedi is going to reach out to Grogu? Uh, 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 it's not Mace Windu. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's Sebastian Stan as Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Weird. I would not have called that. I'm going to go with a new Jedi we have not seen before. Or, 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 <laughs> or a lesser known one we've not been introduced or we've heard about. Quinlan Voss. For, yeah. You know what? We're just going to go Quinlan Voss because he does not get the love that he deserves. All right, if you say so. If you say so. I mean, right. he had a he had a very good run in the Clone Wars comic, and then which is not apparently canon anymore, but whatever. It's gonna and be baby, he, baby Ben Solo. Nope. <laughs> all right, I don't think it'll be Ezra, but that would be kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. But all right, we will see you guys next week. Say goodbye. Bye.